Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this uh, Wednesday, January the 20th. We have made it halfway through our week. Welcome to uh, just a, uh, a time of newness, uh, certainly here in America, uh, uh, a transition day. Uh, and we're going to speak a little bit about that in our gospel today. We continue sequentially through the gospel of Mark. We have reached chapter 3. We are going to be on Mark 3, verses 1 to 6. So let's break open God's word and see where he invites us uh, today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus entered the synagogue. There was a man there who had a withered hand. They watched Jesus closely to see if he would cure him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. He said to the man with the withered hand, Come up here before us. Then he said to the Pharisees, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath rather than to do evil? to save life rather than to destroy it. But they remained silent. Looking around at them with anger and grieved at the hardness of their heart, Jesus said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately took counsel with the Herodians against him to put him to death. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, of course, here we have, um, gosh, a a perfect continuation of the gospel from yesterday where Jesus was talking about the Sabbath. You know, remember, uh, his disciples were walking through a field of wheat and picking the heads off the grain. The Pharisees were giving him the dickens about it, saying, hey, your people, our disciples fast, John's fast, why don't yours? You know, and uh, and and you know, ultimately they're working on the Sabbath and they're not keeping the law. And Jesus responds and says, "Hey, you know what? The Sabbath is made for man, not man for the Sabbath." That whole idea of of who serves does the law serve humanity or does humanity serve the law? And so today, just a natural continuation of that: uh, a man with a withered hand. Jesus sees him, and uh, and of course. To heal on the Sabbath is considered work. And so the Pharisees don't even answer his question when he says, is it lawful? Would this be okay to save life rather than destroy it? And they stay silent. Now, silence means consent in, uh, in most places. Uh, and I'm sure that the Pharisees knew that, but they were just watching him. And of course, the man stretches out his hand after Jesus invites him to do so. It's healed, and they go off and plot against him. So they were setting him up. I don't know whether they brought the person with the withered hand or not. Uh, it'd be interesting to know that, uh, to see if he fell into a trap. But uh, but so anyway, I, I mean, again, it just makes perfect sense that the writer of Mark is, is doing this. Uh, a couple of things. One, you see Jesus... Uh, toward the end of the gospel, looking around at them. This is after the Pharisees were silent. Looking around at them with anger and grieved at the hardness of of their heart. Jesus asked the man to stretch out his hand. 
The Jesus in Mark's gospel is very passionate. Remember, he's the lion. He is actively taking the fight to Satan. He's actively taking the fight to the prince of this world. And, and Jesus has is, is got limited time, so he's not going to waste time just with words. He's a man of action, and he grieves. He feels deeply, and we're going to see that. We see that in today's gospel. We're going to see it in others couple of points I guess I want to invite us to ponder today. I don't want to go over the Sabbath and the law. I did that yesterday. That's an obvious one from today's gospel. So invite us to keep pondering that. But two different ones. The first is this. There was a man there who had a withered hand. Doesn't say the man with the withered hand approached him. Um, Jesus simply noticed the uh, emptiness, the defect, the, the hurting, the situation of someone in his proximity. Do we do the same? You know, I can be so gosh darn focused that I miss that. I mean, this is a dumb example. Sorry about a dumb example. But last night I got home late and, uh, and was eating dinner, I don't know, 8.30, quarter to nine, and, um, and was in the midst of conversation, I think, with Renee. Uh, my wife, uh, or reading something, an article on the phone, on my phone, and not even paying attention to what I was was eating, you know, but until I was halfway done, it was a wonderful meal. I'm like, Joe, what are you doing? Enjoy what is before you. Notice what is around you. You know, it, it, that idea of, of we can walk throughout a day and not see the uh, the the beauty of God's creation or or not just God's creation, whether that's, you know, the, the little flowers, as, as Therese used to invite us to, to look at, uh, or, or the, the beauty of the sunsets or the blue sky or the green. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for the color green, as Rich Mullins would uh, invite us to. But, uh, but just the beauty and the goodness of those around us and their real situation. Had somebody come to me yesterday, and I won't talk more about it. I don't want to relay confidence, but they shared with me things that I had no idea. And they were a member of our congregation. And I thought, you know, we just don't know the burdens that other people's carry, people carry in their lives. That idea that, that people carry this, this ailment, this, um, this hurt, this thing that keeps us from being fully functional around with them. Are we able to notice that in others? And certainly, my friends, we, we carry some of those same things, right? Uh, and we're called in, in whatever sense we can to walk with them and, and to ail what we can, uh, to heal what, 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 is, what is an ailment, to heal what can be healed within those women and men in our lives. But do we notice? Jesus invited him to come forward. Do we notice them to come closer, or, or do we draw closer to them? Um, I think that's, that's pondering number one. Let, let's attempt today, if we can, if nothing else, can we notice the situations around us and help be part of that healing balm? Second one that I want us to focus on is the Pharisees, of course, those darn Pharisees. They were, you know, it's so darn obvious, they... they watched Jesus closely to see if he would cure him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. And of course, when he does, 
they go out and immediately took counsel with the Herodians against him to put him to death. Now, the Herodians, you know, were no lovers of the Pharisees either. Isn't this interesting? You know, it's this wonderful uh, politics makes strange bedfellows. Uh, The Herodians uh, were against the Romans like the Pharisees were. The Herodians wanted the Herods, which the Herods were the Herodian dynasty. They were the kings, of course, um, uh, of Israel. Uh, and they were puppet kings under the Roman Empire, but they were still there. The, the, the Herodians wanted the Herods, that dynasty, set up to rule Israel after Rome was kicked out. The Pharisees wanted the Davidic line, the, the line of King David, to be set up, not the line of Herod. Uh, to be set up on the throne. So both wanted the Romans out, but they wanted somebody different on, on the front. They both knew Jesus wasn't it. And so they conspired with one another to do it. But here's my point, and then I'll be quiet. Um, they were watching Jesus to see if he did something wrong. And when he did, when he fulfilled their expectations, um, they went out and conspired against him. My friends, there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, We're not that different from the Pharisees. In fact, I'm so glad the Pharisees are part of the story because we can find so much of ourselves within them. We find so much of ourselves within the apostles. Um, you know, it's, it's to be human is to err. To be human is to, is to judge, I think. And, and I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm saying it's part of our reality. And we all have people uh, who, with whom we do not get along. And, and I guess I, I invite us to, to look at that today and say, do we do something very similar to the Pharisees? Do we simply watch those, those enemies of ours, those people that we do not deem um, uh, to be whole and good and, and uh, on our side, whatever any of those mean, by the way, but, but somebody who's not with us, and we watch them um, for those failings. Because I, I, I guarantee it, brothers and sisters, I guarantee it. If we watch those other people for those failings and faults, we will find it. We will find it. Why? Because they're human. Um, and, 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 I, and I brought up uh, this is a time of transition for America today. On January 20th, uh, President Biden, President-elect Biden, in about two hours, will, uh, will step in to that role and take the presidency. And, and President Trump, uh, even this morning, there was a news article of him wa- you know, walking out of the White House uh, for the last time. And, and, and my heart was sad and just um, because that has to be a hard walk for anybody. And so my point being, we can take Donald Trump as, as a straw man here. And, and my goodness, he has been a lightning rod for both sides. And we could say, if we watch Donald Trump and all we do is look for his failings and his faults, they are legion, right? We can find them and, and, and simply say, okay, that's who he is and I can dis, 
dispense of him and put him on a shelf. But brothers and sisters, we can also look at him and say he is the second coming of, of you know, wh- whoever we want to say, not necessarily Christ, let's say, of, of uh, the best president that we think of, of Abraham Lincoln or, or George Wise. He's, he's that next best thing. And all we see is his goodness. And we don't see the other part. It, and, and it's our own blindness. You know, we, it just finds itself playing out on the stage that is Donald Trump. That's all. And, and we can look, and, and what we look for, we are going to find. That, that's, I think, what, what the Pharisees teach us in the gospel today. And brothers and sisters, by the way, that same stage, now Donald is, is going to be going off, but Joe's stepping into it. And what we look for in, in uh, Joe Biden, we are going to find there too. It's, it's about us. It's not about Donald. It's not about Joe. It's about us. What do we look for? There's that old story of the uh, farmer standing by the side of the road working on his garden. And uh, somebody comes along and points up the road and says, hey, I'm, I'm going to, to the city up the road. What type of, uh, of people are there in that city? And the farmer says to the, to the young traveler, says, hey, well, what type of people were there in the, um, in the city you just came from? And, and they said, oh, just terrible. They, they, were, they were backbiting. Uh, they were not loyal. Uh, they would gossip. They would uh, undermine you at every turn. And, uh, and just, uh, we, can't, we can't wait to be rid of them. Uh, they, were just, they were just awful. And he kind of shook his head and said, uh, you know, unfortunately, you're going to find the same type of people in the city ahead. And they went on toward the city, and he went back to his garden. And not uh, many minutes later, another, uh, you know, group came up the road and, uh, and coming from the same city. And, and they stopped at the farmer and said, hey, what type of people were heading on to the city up ahead? What type of people are there there? And he said, well, tell me what type of people were in the city you came from. They said, oh, wonderful people, wonderful. We'll give you the shirt off their back. They were, they were terrific. They were uh, praiseworthy. They were honorable. Uh, just, just fantastic. We hate to be leaving them. And he said, you'll find the same people in the city up ahead. Um, what we look for, we will find. The Pharisees were looking for Jesus to, to screw up in, in, in how they deemed the law, and he did. And so they went out, met with people that, with whom they didn't agree. Simply, they agreed that they wanted to overturn this guy. What is it we look for in people around us? Because we'll find it. We'll find it. And um, maybe what we need to do is take a look first and foremost within ourselves and, uh, and to be humble and honest in how we look out at other people and see the wheat and the weeds because we both carry both. We all carry both. Let's pray. Again, invite us to bring our intentions uh, before our loving God. And uh, certainly during this time of transition for this country, let's pray uh, um, that God may hold uh, those who are stepping into leadership, not just President Biden, but uh, those who uh, will step in 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 Congress, uh, in state level, whatever, um, that uh, they just may be open to God's guidance and, and leading them and helping to build this kingdom of God at this time. So we pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The um, third uh, joyful mystery, the incarnation, the birth of Christ, 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you. Have a wonderful day. And I look forward to opening God's word with you again tomorrow.